that's a growler. Hello everybody, it's Hump Day again. Welcome back to the Never Ending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and missing guys. The movie, The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howitt. That laugh wasn't even for the dad joke. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. <laughs> Welcome back, Mike, for your third amazing minute of this amazing uh, movie. And you're still coming in blind. That's so crazy. Um, this is minute 67 of the never-ending story, which starts with Bastion reading as a storm rages outside the attic, and it ends with Falcor flying along the coast shouting for Atreyu, and in between we see puppy prints! Right, Mike? Like, nothing bad could come of those paw prints on the beach. They're so cute, right? They are not puppy prints. <laughs> we'll get there. We, that's a little bit down no, the road. just trust me! A really cute dog! <laughs> All right, all right, all right, fine. Um, I will start with an oh yeah, Treyu lying on the beach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you're going a little bit too fast, I think. Well, we have like a second of, and it's an important uh, second though because apparently while he was doing that, the book got super dusty. Like, like not just a little bit, like really dusty. Because he blows off the the page, and this huge cloud of dust comes off of it. Remember, everything was flying in the window? It got dirty from that. You think so? Because it's a lot of dust. It's like ages of dust. That makes way more sense than ages of dust in a minute. True, <laughs> but it happened. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gunk, because we saw a bunch of leaves blowing in the window. Maybe... That moment where Bastion was staring before he remembered about a tree was a lot longer than we thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> he actually spaced out for a few days there. The dust built up, and now he's back to his book, blowing it off. No, because if that had been true, we would have heard the fly zip again. <laughs> true. <laughs> Unless, and the candles didn't burn down either. Yeah, but. yeah. The school is still standing. Um, but yes, you do get a tree wet on the beach. <laughs> We're very classy here on the Never Ending Minute, in case you couldn't tell, Mike. <laughs> He's once again covered in mud, or at least a little bit. <laughs> He's just wet. I'm a little disappointed that they didn't bother to line up the waves b- between the close-up and the wide shot, unless that's the fastest tide ever. Well, it is at his heels when he's lying down. We do some quick moving in these couple minutes anyway. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it does kind of sink back really far, really fast. Continuity errors, they happen sometimes. That's all right. That's all right. I'm happy because the cool map paintings are back. <laughs> I swear it's like you read, you read my notes this time because that is my second note. Yet another awesome map painting. Looks a little mortary, but still, still well done. And just so you know, Mike, we have no idea what that castle is either. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought the castle up on the hill must be an important landmark. Is this where he was flying from? <laughs> You would think so, but we have no idea what the heck that nope. is. It's a mystery. Okay. I mean, you could almost maybe make an argument for it's the ivory tower, but even that, uh, I mean... It doesn't look right. Exactly. It's not where it's supposed to be. It doesn't look how it's supposed to look. It is, it is an odd choice 
for them to light it the way they did, it's like it's ominous. an important place to be or something. If it weren't lit like that, you wouldn't notice there's anything there. <laughs> so True. You, you need to draw attention to the fact that, hey, there's a path to go up to a thing. Perhaps I'll go that way soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also this neat little arch over to the right-hand side on that little part that juts yeah. over to the side. So it's not a, a, a victory arch that we will learn about a famous battle and they commemorated it with this arch. Atreus on this beach. He stands up, he reaches for the Orin, and it's gone. So, um, yeah, Mike <laughs> doesn't know that. He had a thing called the Orin. It was kind of important, and now it ain't here. He was wearing it around his neck. Oh. And hence his panicked look. There is He does an amazing job of panicking right here. But by the time he, he kind of, like, turns around and regroups, and then he shouts up at the air for Felcor, which is the Luck Dragon Flying Dog's name. If you forgot, or if you didn't know... Yeah, I did not know either of their names. Well, I I knew Falcor was something. I thought yeah. it might be the dog, but I didn't know Falcor or Atreyu until this minute. <laughs> this is so amazing. You're this is a lot. <laughs> I can't even begin to imagine what this is like for the first time. <laughs> He's dressed reasonably oh. like Aladdin. <laughs> That's one way to think of it. Yeah, kind of a, a, a vest shirt. So that would make yeah. Falcor his flying carpet. Yes. Yeah. Get that walking carpet out of here. <laughs> oh, no. The uh, lovely ADR echo finally works because he's yelling, so it's supposed to kind of echo like that. Oh, I just said more tyranny mic technique. Oh. <laughs> We've already talked about this. She called herself out on it before, <laughs> so I can call her out on it this time. I call myself on it because I finally realized that I voluntarily entered into a podcast with someone who works with sound for a living <laughs> and perhaps was going to pick up on things that I don't think anyone else picks up on. But you know what? It's not worth driving you slowly insane. So no. yes, I am four inches from, I am the length of a pen from my microphone looking forward. She's doing so much better. Not looking down, checking my peaks. It's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> and, and my next note is, oh no, the sad music is back. Oh. Hasn't a tree been through enough? I actually put Return of the Top Gun music. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Goose has died again, folks. Oh. <laughs> he loved flying with you. You grew up in the <laughs> Northeast, right, Tierney? Yep. And I assume you've been to beaches or live near beaches? Yes. Have you been to beaches when it's cold? Yes. <laughs> For some reason, seeing this beach and imagining how cold it is, is colder to me than him walking through the blizzard. Is this a cold beach? I don't know. There's just something visually about this beach and the drawing and the wind that makes me feel mm -hmm. colder looking at it than I did looking at the blizzard. You're also emotionally cold from the sadness True. of him losing another friend. And no more Orin. Um, but it's okay because there's puppy prints in the sand. Oh. <sighs> Aren't th don't you mean wolf prints? Oh my goodness! So wolf prints. <laughs> All right, so this is wolf or wolf? Okay, That's so a very good question, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a little bit of a problem with that whole LF sound as a kid, and and I think they seem nicer if you call them wolves instead of wolves. They're less scary, but apparently this argument is falling on deaf ears on this podcast so far. <laughs> Mike, you will learn when you watch this movie, 
you have to watch it with a sub 10 year old's mind and you will understand exactly how terrified i've been my whole life of this wolf that she speaks of so it's it's an evil wolf (laughs) it's a creature of darkness is its official title we know now i mean mike you've seen the minutes we know now that he's going to come across somebody here shortly have you guys is there anywhere you guys see where he might be in this picture this matte painting i was just looking at that when i was frozen on it i don't i'm guessing on the right like kind of at the base of so you go up from the beach you turn right onto the path and then it kind of goes uphill yep there's a cluster (laughs) before you go there that i was like could be but when we do see someone later, he's on the rockier ground already that looks more like that hill. I don't well, know. Well, I guess it could start lower. It's hard to say. Like I said, that's why I commented on your your water thing there. The time shifts here happen kind of quickly mm. in a weird way, like Bastion's like skipping ahead or something. I don't know. Well, and how long have those prints been there? True. Obviously not too, too long, but we don't we don't get to see... The puppy. Well, the tide is definitely going out right here, and I don't want to see the puppy until I have to, because it's not a flipping puppy. It's Uh, a scary wolf. Okay. You don't get to see the scary wolf. (laughs) But I will talk about those wolf prints for just a second, because I don't understand why they put that weird green rock there. I thought you were going to say, I don't understand why we're seeing these prints that lead to nothing. Oh, I understand Um, why we're seeing the prints. Where's the... Well, when you see the the wolf wolf, cheese, you got me saying it now, too. (laughs) When you see the wolf prints, there's a green rock to the left of them. He's trying to find the second. It's like a green spot on it. There we go. Uh, Second 47. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an, I thought if you were just to see this frame, you would think that rock has to be important. Yeah. Why (laughs) wouldn't they move that? Because it's got this weird algae spot on it. Or I thought maybe, maybe it was like green glowing blood or something. It just looks. I think it's a natural algae spot, but it probably is, but it just looks like it's more important. It probably took to make those prints. Like they could (laughs) have moved it very easily unless they wanted something else in the frame other than just the prints. That's the only thing I can think of is, you know how sometimes my college roommate was a photographer. So I thought about these things more than most people. But like, sometimes you just want something else in the frame. Like it just looks because I'm picturing it without it. And I mean, it seems fine, but maybe someone just decided like, no, there has to be something else. They didn't want it to be down close where you're seeing the waves because then it would be like, oh, my God, the prints must have just happened. So it's got to be further up the beach. But it's got to be down where it's sandy, so put a rock that looks like it could be in And it is, it's smoothed, so it could have been under the water, and for some reason that one just stayed. All right, I want to play a little game I'm going to call Storytime with Mike. All right, Mike, so you yep. see these wolf prints, you see a tree you're walking on the, or laying on the ground here. What do you think is happening or is going to happen? <laughs> well, he wakes up, looks for his thing around his neck that's no longer there, but I guess was important. Uh, he's lost the dog dragon. Given that he's dressed roughly like Aladdin and is an, of an adventurous sort, he picks up the rock to protect himself and follows the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to follow the tracks, right? Like, I could go with that. Well, I was just curious if you would think maybe that, that Falcor had left those footprints or something. Since he's huge. Yeah, but he is dog-like, and not having seen the movie, you, I could 
I can understand that being an assumption. Uh, see, I thought you were trying to lead him to a werewolfy place. That's another aspect. Maybe Atreyu left those <laughs> those feet prints before he changed. Oh, so he so he was human. He fell off the giant neck, transformed into a werewolf, landed. Doggy paddle. <laughs> yeah, he, that's how he was okay. Because if you land on sand when it's wet, that's hard. That's not going to cushion your fall. So he landed in the water, dog paddled, made the paw prints, and then transformed back into a man. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I like it already. I can't wait to see what the next minute brings into that story. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting there. We're going to, again, another super dialogue-heavy minute for you. To yeah. This is, this is a great experiment, though. I really like this. I have the slight problem with this minute of, and even as a kid, I remember this being, I wish they had distinguished the land Falcor is flying by more from the beach that Atreyu is on. Because as a kid, I always thought they were really close to each other, like they could hear each other. And they... They clearly can't. That's not oh, what's going not on close? here at all. I thought Felicor was in the sky. See? <laughs> oh. He is. And he's looking for Atreyu, but he's nowhere near. Yeah, they're not near each other at all right now. They're they're on the same, or they're looking at the same stretch of ocean. It, but it's like someone being over Jersey and the other person's on the Cape. Exactly. That's how it is right now. They're, they're that far away, but they're on the same... They're on the East Coast, but they're not near each other. <laughs> How did he fall that far? <laughs> the winds, I, it's supposed to be that the winds, you know, threw him around and got Falcor off his flight path and all kinds of crazy stuff. But right now they're not near each other. Yeah, because Falcor gets roughed up by the winds a lot well, more in the book. I can't say they're not near each other, Tierney, because you know what happens next week. Because I mean, Falcor just... finds something. Yes, but... <laughs> This minute, you'd think they're, like, going to be reunited any second now. And Falcor's got a whole, like, mission to do before he finds Atreyu. What happened to Falcor's luck? It's taking him to the mission thing that I don't want to <laughs> give away in front of our guest who hasn't seen the movie. <laughs> but, you know, if, if it was really luck, he wouldn't have fallen off in the first place. Maybe that's his bad luck dragon part. <laughs> <laughs> As they say over on Return to Oz, because magic, moving on. Does he does he ever say he's a good luck dragon? Or does he just say I he's a luck think, dragon? I think when he says never give up and good luck will find you. And then he I, does the wink, which implies that he is the good luck. He never says it directly in response to him. He is a luck dragon, not a right, good luck so dragon. So it's possible he's a good luck and but, a bad luck dragon. Oh. I assumed he was a good luck dragon. I do. T I mean, he most people is. do. I'm, I'm, I'm stretching here. No, he is. <laughs> because otherwise the good luck will find you doesn't make sense. That's beyond implied. Like, there needs to be a word more than implied, but short of outright says. Come on now. <laughs> if only we had a librarian that we could ask oh, these kind of questions to. <laughs> I will get out my dictionary app and you will regret. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a thesaurus. I will use it. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have anything else for this minute, but we do have some exciting stuff coming up. I'm interested in finding out what's going to happen when he goes up this trail, especially now that we've got this foreshadowing, I guess you could say. But that's, <laughs> that's another, another story. story. That's really told another time.
Wow, something is really different on a growler.